out there and welcome to episode 61 of the Michael versus Jason Horcast featuring Billy where we love to bicker, argue and debate all things horror, especially one movie chosen at the end of each episode by the Devil's Wheel, so stay tuned for that. Um, as always, I'm Mike and uh, first I'll introduce Jason. What's going on, Jason? What's up? How you I, guys doing today? I was expecting something bigger and grander in 2022 than that. Uh, but that's I okay. gave you Hey, you know what? Uh Happy New Year already came last week, so, you know, fuck that. So now it's just, what's up? <laughs> I like it. I like it. And the other person of our a three-man crew is Bill. What's going on, Bill? Wasabi. What's happening, man? <laughs> Wasabi. Wasabi. <laughs> How you guys been doing? Sorry I missed out last week. I yeah, a lot we of missed shit you, going man. On. Man, it just... Little end end of end of year recap last week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have have not been able to pick up on that one yet, but I want to be part of it. Just a lot of lot of shit on the on the stove right now. You know, it's all it's all good. Shit on a stick. And and uh, if we look back two weeks ago, the movie that won on the wheel and the person that won for the third trifecta uh, straight week was Jason. So the movie we're reviewing today is. Uh, 1986's Night of the Creeps. Uh, so if you haven't seen it yet, uh, you're probably not fucking watching it because it's like 35 years old. But um, we'll also be jumping into a bunch of other things and talking about Bill's ultimate loser uh, one that he had to watch, which was Santa, Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws. Uh, so we'll be hearing all about that as well. Uh, plus... Ho, much, much ho, more. Ouch. It's the it's the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. But before we get into <laughs> any of that fun stuff, um, maybe, just maybe, um, we watched some other shit uh horror related over uh the last I guess two weeks now. Um so Bill, I'll kick it off with you returning to the podcast. Um uh, anything else horror related, uh Rocker World? Um I it's been pretty busy and hectic. Uh, I've been working a lot of overtime uh since I got back uh to work from covid um so i've not had a whole lot to watch uh, like i said back the last time we were talking i was catching up on uh what do you call it the fear of the walking dead still doing that um plus you know me i'm a creature of habit watched a couple of couple of older movies that we've already reviewed here before uh watched the thing again i truly love that movie um and i watched alien and aliens um but uh like I said, Creature Habit did a lot of, you know, uh, sci-fi habit. reviewing. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, in watching this, um, I went back and watched another movie of, of ours, Slither. Mm-hmm. Very, we'll, com- we'll talk- very comparable. Yep. We will be talking later. That's probably a good thing to watch for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but that's what I got in. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. All right, uh, Jay. I mean, I guess uh, I'll have you go next. Hit us with uh, your best shot. Fire away. All right. Yeah, I actually got. Unlike Bill, I actually got a lot in because, like, this year I'm really going for that goal of 250. So I got seven in um, this week. Just wow. just this week alone. Off to um, a fast start in 2020. Off to a fast start. Hell yeah. Um, a lot of late nights this week. So. Uh, Obviously, one of them was the movie of the week, but uh, so caught up on uh, uh, another one that kind of uh, maybe relates to this week. But uh, the faculty uh, was on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, so yeah, I've checked seen out that. the I faculty. Saw that, I saw that a few weeks ago, if you remember. Yeah, I brought that one up. 
I haven't watched a faculty in, in some years and forgot how really good of a movie that was. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, I, it's like star based and things like that. If I'm going to rate it, I'm going to rate it. I actually rate the faculty a seven. Um, really, really good watch. I have um, not seen that in years. Maybe it is something I'll revisit. So yeah, that's that early two yeah. thousands vibe horror, right? So, uh, yeah, nineteen ninety eight. I was gonna say ninety. I was gonna say ninety. That's close. Nineteen ninety eight. Turn yep. of the century. Yep. Uh, um, and I didn't never realize that it was directed by Robert Rodriguez either. So yeah. that like oh. blew my mind. I, I knew Kevin Williamson was the screenwriter and stuff for it, but I didn't realize Robert Rodriguez was the director. But um, also, I revisited a movie from 2019, uh, Candy Corn. I uh, haven't seen that one in a couple years. I I don't know I, what it is about that movie. It, I, I I enjoyed it the first time, but the second time, I, I just did not enjoy it. See, so, I didn't enjoy it the first time. So maybe I'll have an adverse effect if I watch it again, but I probably won't. I just, probably won't. I, yeah. I just couldn't get into it for something. Yeah, it just, it just yeah, I, maybe get like a five. It had some decent scenes in it, but... Not too much. Um, I watched this other one the other night too. Um, I might put this on one day as one of your guys' uh, headshots, <laughs> headshots, but it's called Fright Vision. Um, it just came out in 2021. Um, you probably passed it, didn't you, Mike? I want to say I started this. Is this the like girl, uh, like the hotel room is the first one, right? In the girls yep. in the hotel room. So I started yep. watching this this week and I turned it off after the first story. I was like, this is so fucking bad. So like I said, I let's just say I fast forwarded through it. Um, it is definitely a headshot. I would give this a one. It was awful. I mean, this is very low budget like, like, it's talking like somebody picked up their iPhone and is yeah, it's like very yeah. C movie. It's not even a B movie. Very much, but uh, yeah. I, I, the, I give yeah, it the an first, F movie. The first story was so bad, but there was boobage in it, so I watched it, and then and, um, and that was the only that was the only one with boobage too. That well, story. I'm, I'm glad I shut it off ahead of time. I just couldn't yeah. take it anymore. It was so bad. It had some nice boobage, but it that was about it. Um, and then uh, finally, I oh no, I watched another one called Fraternity Demon. Uh, from 1992, it was a trauma movie. I found that on on Prime. Uh, I got five. It, it's not a bad watch. Uh, it's not a good watch, but um, it's a watch. The boobage, the boobage. <laughs> That's um, a trauma. It's trauma. It, it's trauma. It's got the boobage. Um, but then finally, uh, I watched these two movies that came out of Shutter this week. I don't know why. It intrigued me to watch this um, until I saw Andy Warhol's name all over it because I love Andy Warhol, uh, my favorite artist of all time. And some of the movies that he did, though, were like very um, provocative and very bloody and things like that. But uh, there's a movie called Blood for Dracula and Flesh for Frankenstein. Um Blood for Dracula, I'll start with. Uh, they're both directed by the same person. They both came out in 1974. Um, Blood for Dracula was awful. Absolutely a waste of an hour and a half. Now, Flush for Frankenstein, on the other hand, I actually rated this a seven. Um, <clears throat> the blood And my kill of the week's coming from this movie, too. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, the Spoiler. blood in this movie is really good for 1974. Um, a lot of boobage for you, Mike. Um, so you'll enjoy my, that. My, my ears are listening. <laughs> a lot of boobage for you, Mike. Um, but uh, 
it's basically the it's it's Frankenstein. Doctor Frankenstein is trying to bring back or create a male and female zombie to mate to start a race that he can control. So that's the premise of this, and it's <clears throat> it's far out there. But like for those that know Andy Warhol, you know this is kind of like in that realm of his existence of some of the things that he did. Yeah. So I actually really enjoyed it. I don't know if you guys might, there's a small part of me that thinks that you might rate this a five or higher. So Bill, don't watch it. You'll just, you know, you'll gouge your eyeballs out and try to skull fuck yourself. (laughs) I mean, I I know you don't understand that kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, if I told you you, Bruce Willis was in it, would you watch it? Probably not, because it's Andy Warhol, dude. I took art appreciation. Andy Warhol didn't draw it. Didn't, so I know Andy Warhol a, didn't direct it. He just I, I, he's helped the, produce he's, it. He's, he's yeah. the concept man behind a lot of shit. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. I already know what the movies are. I've already seen the movies, and they're not something I revisit. So, so, so you saw these movies? Yeah. This isn't. I've this seen is, them. Yes. Wait, I hold know. on. I, no, this isn't Andy Warhol's Dracula or Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. Oh, These no, are I completely know, I, different. I, yeah. yeah. Moving on. What else did you watch? <laughs> that was it. I told you that okay. was all I had. Um so I had I, I had seven this week as well. Um, but I only talked about a couple of them. <laughs> uh I, I mean I watched a lot of really bad movies this week. One that I, I was trying to catch up from end of 2021 stuff so i watched um uh a movie called gaia uh g-a-i-a um it's on hulu now but it's uh kind of like a possession in the woods uh type deal um i no yeah just you know just just say no to it um i then started doing kind of like the the prime uh you know scrolling so there's one on there called shrooms that i had never seen and it's you know that. five six people in the woods uh i was extremely I bored i mean the premise of this is a bunch of people go to the woods they take shrooms and then one is a shroom that kind of like opens the brain's portal to you know evil allowing evil in um i just it was just kind of it was just boring to me you need uh, to be on shrooms to watch it yeah, I guess. Um it was just And really not the mainstream. Boring to me. Um I will say so I watched this one, it's called The Ringmaster. Uh not Jerry Springer's The Ringmaster, but uh it's called The Ringmaster. Uh there's another name for it, I guess. It's called Finale. And it's uh uh two girls are working at a uh uh at a gas station and some people start kind of creeping them out and uh they may or may not be kidnapped and you know uh it keeps cutting back and forth to all these different things it definitely has a creep factor to it this movie i will say the concept was amazing the execution like they they too much is like almost left out at times. Like they really could have beefed this up and it really could have been something amazing and creepy. I still give it like a five. Um, it's average, but this could have been so much better, but it's definitely creepy. Uh, like I said, that's called the, the, the ring master, but that's really all I'll throw out there this week. Uh, you know, I'll save some for maybe some other weeks if I need, but, um, 
But uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready to get my creep on. So I'm definitely ready to get my creep on. Do it. And now on with the show. So, as we discussed, Jason, back to back to back. He owned Christmas, and then he uh, he's owning the new year as well. So uh, Second night, year in a row. Night of the Creeps. Uh, well, maybe the rest of your year will go just like last year, and then it'll just be sad. More um, than likely. But mm-hmm. before we can talk about the good, the bad, the ugly... Bill is flashing it. He's got the 30 seconds on the clock because uh, all the listeners, and definitely Bill and I, would love to hear you give a 30-second plot synopsis on a tough one. this puppy. So uh, uh, we're as ready, you, I think. As soon as you start flapping those old gums ears, we're going to start recording or stopwatch. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So basically, if I rewind of 1959, uh, these alien dudes uh, released this uh, canister with these wormy things that come to Earth. Um, you got uh, sorority row. These people go necking. They go. One gets our uh, head chopped off by an escape mental patient, which is part of another story. And then you got the other guy that gets the worm in his mouth. Uh, fast forward to you know 1986, same sorority row. Uh, you meet uh, Chris and jc and chaos ensues uh these things Time. get out all over the place yeah and you get you got 0.49 seconds left and you only got the first 20 minutes of the movie you spent a little too much time on the uh well beginning. that's the big part though you know i'd rather just sorority say row. To talk about i'd rather just talk about it uh they're necking there was a on lot. sorority row and but that's uh, what they were doing i mean they, they were but he said he said let's go neck I just, uh, if I was giving a plot synopsis, uh, I would not talk about them necking on Sorority Row. I don't well, think I figured you'd be all about that. I mean, no, there was no, no, there was no boobage you, there. There was you're using my coin right phrase, my, my coin phrase of chaos and zoos. She did, to be doing she did say during that scene, she said, if you come back to the car, I'll let you uh, uh, fondle a breast, um, I think is what she said. But there's actually yes. no, there's no boobage well, in that she, scene. But, actually, she said, I'll let you fondle my dress. Oh, I thought she said breast. Um, dress. Yeah. Well, who the fuck wants a final address? She's, All right. she's being prim and proper. So That's right. Jay, you could touch uh, my boob on top of my dress under my dress. Listen, you know, <laughs> back in the fifties. That's uh, you know, it's before the wild times started. So, Jay, this is uh, your movie, so you get to kick us off with the good. So, uh, what did you like most about this? I mean, I got tons here, so but I'll go with my favorite of this is the two storylines, like I kind of just mentioned. Uh, I know we've had uh, other movies in the past that we kind of talked about this, where you kind of have like two different storylines. So with uh, Night of the Creeps, you got you know the aliens, so like the little slug-like creature things that like get into your brain and turn you into zombies. Um, and while they're in your brain, they're uh, incubating, so they're creating more. Um, and then you have. Uh, the axe murderer that escaped from the mental asylum, you know, that is dicing up people with the axe. And they kind of come together in a creepy, deadly kind of way um, through the uh, parts of the movie. But I just love how they have the two different storylines. So I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I I mean, I I guess we'll get to one of the storylines here in a little bit. But yeah, I, I, uh, I can get it. I, I will tell you my... 
favorite thing of this is uh, JC. Yeah. I thought for uh, parts of the movie he was in, um, JC is a great character. Um, I love the self-confidence that he oozes with. I love his... Uh, he's got some really good uh, lines in this movie. He's a he's great, great wingman. He's great one-liners. He's, he's a, great he, one-liners yeah, he's in this a, movie. He's yeah. a great wingman. Like if yeah, you could definitely if you could have any wingman um from anything we've watched at least so far, JC is yeah, he's, he's uh, the, the best ultimate Alfalfa. Yes. So, yeah. Now I, AKA I have, Alfalfa. I have I have to interject this. You talk about JC. I'm gonna bring up one bad right now because it sucks. The fact that he bites it in the end. They're in midway through the movie. Yeah, I say midway. That, That's the yeah. problem. They yeah. should have at least Mid- brought him to the end because yeah. he was, I think, a good portion of the comedy that kept this movie going. Yeah. And, and it but just, his death is what had to happen for. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I get yeah. that. For but Chris's it just, character to. Yeah, but it was still. It, that, it, it bummed me out because I mean, dude, yeah. he's, he's he's that likable character. I mean, you don't you don't get a character well, like that too often. I agree, in the movie, and so. I agree with you a hundred percent because like even every time I've seen this movie, I'm always thought that way too. Especially because you know, for those that have not seen it, you know, he's handicapped, so he has uh, he walks with two crutches. Um, he can't walk, so um, you know, you see that, and you're just like you're rooting for him, and it's just like his demise, and then. You know, it just kind of sucks from there. But, uh, but yeah, so I agree, though. Yeah, JC's character is definitely one of my favorites with this. The one-liners. Um, and then you know, to kill him off then, the toilet. I mean, come on. Give him, give well, him some dignity. Give him some I dignity. I mean, he wanted to go out like Elvis. Um, I, I and then also, um, another character. So uh, your guys' favorite character from Halloween 3, Tom Atkins, stars in this as the, Ray. Uh, Detective Ray Cameron. Um I loved his character. This is, to me, by far my favorite, next to The Fog, um, Tom Atkins movie of all time. Um, you know, his one-liners in this, uh, Thrill Me. You know, I love the Thrill Me's. It's, it's, uh, Miller, but, time. it's oh, Miller Time. It's Miller Time. This is a B-movie. <laughs> oh, like no, no, hold on. Movie. <laughs> no, no, hold on. The whole quote is, because I wrote it down, is this a homicide or a bad B-movie? Yes. No, That's his, the whole uh, quote. His, his best one is, uh, good news, your dates are here. Bad the news. Bad news is they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. So. And that's actually the tagline that was on uh, the poster, too. Oh, which really? Is really okay. funny. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, just the one-liners through this movie between, like, Ray and JC were just, like, spot on. But Tom Atkins played the perfect Ray Cameron. I mean, he was like that, you know. Uh, so, basically, uh, backstory for Ray. Um, he was high school sweethearts with the girl that got axed in the 1959 flashback. Yeah. And um, fast forward, we go to find out that he tracked down this axe murderer and killed him and buried him, which is now underneath the head mother's uh, cottage that's attached to the sorority house. And then, you know, obviously we get into what we'll probably talk about here in a little bit. But uh, so that's kind of like his backstory. So he's got like that you know, whole persona in his brain of like everything that happened. And you see him actually trying to kill himself at one point too. And, you know, like trying to blow his house up and things like that. So, I mean, he's traumatized by that whole entire, you know, situation from back in the day. But I loved, I don't think anybody else could have played this role other than Tom Atkins in this particular movie. What I will say is this, um, and I wrote this down. I'm like, does Tom Atkins... He looks the same in every movie. He dresses the same in every movie. He plays the same Act character the same. in every movie. No, he um, I, I guess absolutely in just the, not. 
in the movies that I can remember at this point in time, absolutely Todd disagree. Atkins is like the same. Okay, so he's and, he's, and, he's the he's the old day Jason Statham or whatever. You know what I mean? Where he's just yeah. typecast. Yeah, uh, in that part particular, maybe, but no, he's different because Halloween three, he was the doctor. He was in a cop, so I mean, he was more of a like. I'm just the, gonna the follow is, you along the and see what the hell's the going same, on. Though. It's the same character, and then, it's and just then the a fog. Title. The fog. He was like the guy that picked up Jamie Lee Curtis and like things like that. So I mean, it, he plays a different kind of role. It's not the same role. I disagree well, with you there, yeah, but well, hey. um, but I thought those two we'll characters were the best in this. We I thought those two characters. Were. What do you like, Bill? I like to be left alone. No, <laughs> no. Um, actually, one of the things that uh, I did like is after the space opening scene, um, which was the the spaceship shit was. Yeah, I didn't aliens. like that either. That, that yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, but we need, we needed a reason to get the slugs down here. So, um, I like what I liked about it is with you know they open up 1959 having the movie in black and white. Um, had they carried that out throughout the movie, I would have loved that even more. But the the black and white aspect of it and then going modern day they went color you know the kind of show the time frame you know the the time break in it which which i thought was well done and stuff like that but like i said if they would have carried this movie out as a black and white all the way through this i i think i think this would have been a better movie personally so but. real quick just to let you know um the original um so the director fred decker the original synopsis of this movie was to keep it black and white the entire movie but Damn. the uh, producers and the film studio came back and said, no, this is 1986. We need to have color. And they made him change it. But, yeah, you, you were absolutely right. The entire that, thing was that supposed would, to be black and white. Yeah, but that would that would have been that would have been pretty cool to have it that way. So, um, eh, you know, eh. stuff like that. I mean, it was I, I liked it the way they did that. Um, but to I mean, you know, with my age, uh, this is a, a typical 80s movie and it brought back some memories of, you know, just seeing certain things, stuff like that. And. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was very. So cool. this, it's a true B movie, baby. This oh, yeah. this feels this movie felt like um, if John Hughes made a horror movie. Yeah, probably. Like, and this is what the feel it it yeah. felt like. It felt like Sixteen Candles or Weird Science or like you mm -hmm. know like that type of like eighties uh, friend comedy vibe. But they added a horror element. Like I wrote Slither meets you know a John Hughes eighties film, but Slither. Yeah was basically, let's face facts, Slither came out 30 years after this or whatever it yeah. is, and it is strictly stealing a lot of this stuff. Oh, the, well, this was Slither. the first with the worms, because the faculty yeah, and, actually and, and, came out of this, and the worm yeah. And the worms look pretty good. Um, the, and the, the worms look better in this than they looked in the faculty and Slither. Slither uh, yeah, it, it's more practical versus CGI. Yeah. The, um, uh, I really like the mound of slugs at the very end against the yeah. wall, even though you can tell it. I mean, it doesn't hold up that's, as much over time. It's still looks, CGI. It still looks creepy enough. That yeah. it was uh, very creepy, especially when they just like were like they just all of a sudden pinned out towards uh, Ray Cameron, like the one right before they were attacking. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree a hundred percent. I also wrote down the story. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Um, you know, this is probably one of my top five favorite uh, '80s movies of all time. Uh, this is what really one of the movies that got me into the genre back in the day. Um, but the story for me, I love the story. It's so fun. You know, you like I said, you have the two stories that kind of intertwine. Uh, 
you got everything from like your geeks, your nerds, your jocks, your tropes. You know, you got sorority row. You got the slug creatures. You got the comedy. You got. I, I like the characters. Um, some of them couldn't act were shit, but um, you know, I, I like the characters. So I, it's it's just every time I've I've probably seen this movie thousands of times. I, I watch it at least once or twice a year, and I never get bored with it. Like I have fun every time, but it's just like I love. But that scene in the sorority house with uh, Ray Cameron's like, hey, you know, good news, bad news thing. I, every time I see that, I, I get goosebumps because I'm laughing so hard. It's 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 a fun I mean, that's movie, a, that's but it does have its creepy eyes. elements. Yeah, it does. It does um, have its creepy elements. Uh, speaking of creepy, the, I think the creepiest part about this movie for me was the fact that JC had enough forethought before he finally bit the big one to make that recording leave it in the dorm room for Brad to listen to. We'll talk about you that know? later. Because JC's um, the ultimate wingman. Like, he's always yeah. thinking of other people and not himself. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll talk about that later, though. Yeah, he thinks it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm but, out I mean, of good. So, Jay, what um, else do you have? And, Bill, what I, else well, do you have? I still got a couple things. Yeah, I, got a st- I still uh, got a few. Yeah. Well, here, did you know Brad is uh, his uh, one of his big breakout roles was uh, on the TV show Mama's Family? No, I didn't. He was, the, he was his son, yeah. Uh, I know it was, yeah, he was played by Alan Kaiser, and I've seen some of the things that he was in, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, he was the he was the son on. Uh, I forget the character's name, but he was on uh, Mama's Family. It was that I just was like. You want to know what actually I, I do? I think remember that he was kind of like dumb. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he's a go- goofy redneck guy. Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So, but yep, it, yep. I mean, he's he's a good actor. I mean, I I've, I've yeah. seen him in a few few things. So, um, but then. You know, I, you know, just small tidbits, things like, you know, you're talking about, hey, your, your dates are here. One of the things I thought was pretty funny, you know, that you have the bus accident in, you know, the worms or slugs or whatever you want to call it, you know, get into the bus and turn them all into zombies. Um, is as they're walking from the bus to the house, half of, they're, they're holding true to the true fret guy. They're all still holding their beer mugs. Yes. If you didn't notice that, that was, you know, yes, I thought that was, I that did. was pretty funny. I missed that. Um, no, it, it. I just. I. I'm like, man. It's that's true to fashion, right there, man. It's cool, <laughs> right? But also, um, if you notice throughout the entire movie, every single person the slugs got hold of were holding to true form. Even um, when they broke out Johnny out of the, because Johnny was the guy from 1959 that got the original slug in him. Yeah. Even he was going to the frat house and start throwing the rocks at the window like he did in the original scene when he yeah. picked up his when he picked up Pam. Yeah. So, so that, they, that's, they, yeah. they kept they kept continuity very well in this movie. Very well. Um now my favorite thing is because, you know, I close our uh podcast every time with Toe Taggett and Baggett is the aspect of the the young professor that forgot the code that actually JC and Brad they released the guy, you know, mm-hmm. um when he's dead and he and he comes back to life. He puts his feet down, and he's got a toe tag on. Yep, <laughs> I it, I it, it, I saw it, and I just start. I was, I was rolling when that happened. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I wrote down too for Mike uh, Boobage. There was a lot of good boobage in this movie. I I see. I disagree. I think the they teased the shower a lot. scene. Yeah, there was the scene, um, but not a lot. You said a lot of good boobage. There was some boobage, and Jill, Jill and Whitlow. You got you got a little Jill Whitlow in there, which was really nice. Um, uh, I to me this is like a masterpiece of '80s pulp horror. So it's like it, it's a great movie. Um, 
in that aspect. Um, last thing um, that I had written down uh, was the ending uh, minus the spaceship. I loved how um, it showed Ray Cameron because he blew up the, the sorority house to kill all the slugs. Well, obviously, a couple of them got in him before it blew up. So he was mummified or mummified. He was zombified. He comes out, you know, he's still smoking a cigarette. So very much like we were just talking about the continuity falls. Head splits open, and these weren't like five slugs but, come out. But the but the look of his head, the burnt, charred, crisp look was yes, good. like that was it was a good, great. Um, it was that was a great. good look. Yeah. But then the slugs, we'll get back to that. then the slugs go into and they find the cemetery, and you just see how it the 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 shot just screens out and goes up, and you see the name of the cemetery, and then it goes up Trust above Ridge. the wall, and yep, and you see. Like, it's a big-ass fucking cemetery. And I wish they would just ended it right there. But then, mm-hmm. of course, you see this light come down, and it's the spaceship coming looking for the worms, which maybe makes sense to why there was never a sequel. Um, actually, there is a Night of the Creeps too, but it's a completely different story. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the original. Yeah, I agree. They, they the should have just kept the slugs running out and then just ended right it out, right and then and there. Just ended it right there because it could have left it wide open for... You know, uh, a sequel, or could have left it open for your imagination. Um, kind of like some of the movies that we've watched that they were always like, "Why didn't they make a sequel to this?" You know, it could have been right. one of those like, "Why mess with something that really works?" It worked, so, yeah, yeah. Be a one and done. So. Yeah, but which it uh, was. So yeah. So my, I've got my last good one, and to me, this is this is probably for me was the best scene in the movie. The aspect of. Ray already kind of explained what he did with the nut job with the axe mm-hmm. is the the zombie axe wielder coming up through the wood floor and hacking up the 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 house mom the, the house mom to me that was that was the classic to me that was the classic scene in the movie that was that was to me that was the best scene in the movie personally yeah but, I'm uh, I'm right there it was, yeah. it was well done yeah. um so I agree. Being, being my last good, I'm really headed to the bad if you guys are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Bill, kick us off. What do you got? Uh, it was a slow burn. The, the Initially, it's a slow burn until they get you to me, until you get to uh, Ray's dream where, you know, he he comes up to the, the which is part of the good too, is where he comes up to the, the axe murderer killing his girlfriend. To me, it was. You know, it just it moves slow up until yeah. I, I wrote down it takes a long time to get going. Like you have that opening scene, which is like I, I mean, even that takes a l- little bit. But then it's like thirty-seven minutes in before I disagree. Um, anything really starts I, to kick. I off. disagree with both of you. I didn't think it was a slow burn at all. I mean, it was great character development during that little bit. I mean, you had that really big fast start from nineteen fifty-nine. Uh, then you jump in and, and you meet the characters and you and you have to understand or learn why everything's going on. And I and and to be honest with you, I think they had to do it that way because you jump from 1959 to 1986 and first thought in your head for any of us that watches these movies is, well, what happened to the slugs or the axe killer during night between 1959 mm-hmm. and 86? That's the first thing in your head, like. How come we're on the sorority row again and everyone's walking around having fun and what, like nothing ever happened? But then you just learn that this guy was captured when they killed the axe murder and they yeah, cryogenically but, but froze I, I guess, him. I guess but when how I, did that happen? Right. I guess when I say it takes a long time to get going, 
I'm talking about like the horror elements of it, and okay. it's, Same here. it's basically Same here. like the first okay. half of the movie is an '80s rom com. You know what I mean? Yeah. Almost. It's a John like, Hughes film. It's a John Hughes film, yeah. and then the second half of it is like a mixture. So yeah. that's what I meant. Where like, and and I don't know how how they do it. Like, obviously the movie's pretty popular, so they don't need to change anything. But for me, it was no. just like, all right, the first half of it is kind of like. All right, when are we going to learn any of this stuff? It doesn't mean I disliked the chemistry that you're seeing with Chris and JC as they go to meet with Cindy and you know all that whole thing, but it just felt like, all right, yeah, this is, you know, yeah. uh 17 candles, you so, know. So <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to hit you I'm going to I'm going to hit you guys up my Darwin real quick. And the reason I'm doing that is because I don't really have anything bad written down. This is the only thing that maybe you guys can help explain cuz I don't understand it, but I told you we'd come back to this, but the whole JC leaving the tape. So throughout this movie, anybody that's got a slug that goes into them immediately mm-hmm. turns into a zombie. Not even a split second of humanity left in them. They immediately just fall to the ground, die, wake up a zombie. But JC gets mummy or gets gets zombified, but has enough time to make a tape. Go all the way back across campus with the tape recorder to put down and write, listen, and then and go then, all the way back to the basement or wherever. And then go to the basement found. and yeah. die. Yeah. So I, I, um, no, it I, made I, no I do sense get, to I, me. I, I do get that, but like I said, I, I do that's like the fact the that fuck. he. I know, but I still like the fact that he left the recording. I so know. That's, you know. I, I trust me. Like I love it too, just because it's JC. He's the ultimate wingman, the ultimate character. But it made absolutely it. That was my what the fuck because it's like okay, nobody else could do anything once that thing hit their brain. I I had a question. Why does uh, Ray Camera? Why does he drive a car from like 1945? Um, like, did they just not update the police department in cars? I don't understand why it's now 1986 and he's still driving like his dad's dad because car. he was old fashioned. Hey, he hey, was Mike. so old fashioned. Mike, I can answer that simply. All yes. right. Ray, he's living in the past, 30 years in the past. Just like Jay with his movies, he always picked, he's living 30 years in the past. Yeah, but Jason has they, 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 uh, they re- a newer car. Like, I mean, but, he... But they relate. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, they just I guess... That's why, he loves, that's why he loves Mr. Atkins so much. I, I will tell I you... Do my, like, I do love Mr. Atkins. I, so I will, I'm not I will, lie. I will tell you, uh, Jason <laughs> Bill, even went on an Atkins diet because he thought Tom was in charge. Mm. Of him, I thought so. I, for the longest time, I thought the Atkins diet was based on Tom Atkins. Yeah, you oh, watch Halloween geez. 3 and you lose your appetite for uh, three to six months. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, Halloween 3 is the ultimate. So uh, I don't know if it's my Darwin. I don't even know. Like, There's a bunch of just... <laughs> I, so the when they go to the um place where the guys cryogenically or whatever the fuck's going on with this guy right the lab the, yeah um, yeah there's like so you're telling me that this guy's cryogenically in this lab there's literally no security anybody can walk in um there was literally have you ever seen the that's easy button um that's all <laughs> there is on the wall to undo this, works. to undo this whole thing, they just have to hit. Well, this he was red he was button. punching in a he was punching in a four digit code. He forgot the last number. That's why. Yeah, he was yeah and, and JC just happened to get lucky and goes, oh, "Whoa, what's thing? this?" Yeah, we go zero. But, but, but all so, all, I mean, the, all of it them is were, pretty secure for the most part. I I was this is not it was not secure at all for like something but, of that magnitude. It just made me laugh. It's not. Can I say something off of that, Mike? Can I say something off that? 
there's another what the fuck that comes out of that too, you know. So the fact that the uh, the lab guy put in the three codes and then had enough time to go up to make a phone call to find out what the fourth digit was. Don't you think that the whole code would reset within like 30 seconds or I, something? I mean, uh, maybe think, uh, maybe back in the 80s, they didn't have a, a reset uh, algorithm. But even that, so I, there, I don't know. That's where I'll give you, that's easy. <laughs> uh, but just there's like a fucking yeah. easy button on the side. They click it, it undoes everything. Oh, okay. Um, that was uh, the first thing that I thought about was, well, shouldn't the code already reset to the point where he would have yeah. had to hit all four digits again? So I mean, but there was nobody else. Like this was literally like a hospital in a horror film. You know what I mean? Like there was just nobody in it. Uh, so yeah. uh, it was just it was crazy. But I th- I thought that was kind of like uh, what, yeah. what's going on. We'll go with we'll go with the stupid professor that forgot his own code. Uh, and my my that's this. So we're leading to my what the fuck here is you know he he wakes up he walks out of the the coroner's office. And he's walking down down the hallway, and a cop walks right by him. And says, hey, how's it going? Doesn't even notice he's dead. <laughs> well, he was the fuck? really in, into his paperwork or whatever. But uh-huh. yeah, I, I, you know what the funny thing is? I swear to you on this too. As soon as that scene went through, I was like, Bill's gonna bring that up. Bill's gonna bring that scene up. Bill's gonna bring that scene up. What <laughs> just walking by? What the fuck? You know, I mean, uh, th- but you know who my- that is, right? The uh, lab geek. That's David. I. Yeah, I know. He's he's yeah, been yeah. in a lot of movies. He's he's one of those yeah. actors that, you know, he's been in a lot of stuff. So. I, I, yeah. I, I guess I'll give you my ultimate Darwin for this movie is actually with the slugs. Um cuz they like pick and choose when they're going to like Jump. like go into people like at times they're on the ground in front of somebody and they just slither away. Like, why would they do that? That makes absolutely no sense. If these things are literally just going for anybody that's nearby, why wouldn't they just jump into people uh, that are close? But at times they don't. They just go away, and then at times they attack. Like it makes. So we talk about continuity. Like I thought, like in some of the stuff, there, there, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Um, well, no, I think I think part of that too has to do with like they use brains to incubate so maybe they need like strength or something so maybe sometimes that people that they're passing off are just people that don't have what they're looking for i mean they're alien slugs so, so you so they think, might so have you like think that uh, so, that that bus of bros um was just uh like what they were well, looking for brains hey, you never know um, man hey, maybe um, the, maybe I, those betas on. are straight a students hey this is true uh, well this then again true. i mean you got the cat and the dog too yeah I, yeah so i yeah. I don't know. Speaking I just, of the cat and the dog. Uh, and I guess the axe murderer too, huh? Yeah. 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 The so, dead but, axe murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so but my my thing is talking about the cat and the dog, the the practical effects for the dead animals sucked. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm I'm with you, Bill. There were a couple that looked um Brad's head at the the and the one bro's head, like some of it looked really bad when they just right before yeah. they you could tell how fake it was. Um But I thought that was really cool yeah. when uh when the slugs would uh come out of their heads, like it would split open like it got axed. Um their heads would just split open and then all those slugs would come out and then they were sitting there with the with the fire with the fire thing and uh, Yeah. And, yeah. and killing them off, I thought that was I thought that was really fun. So now, now one of the things that bothered me too with this one is they had a lot of kills that were off screen, and they they, they had a lot on screen, but they, they had a lot of kills that were off screen, and you got to see the aftermath a lot. 
like I like uh, 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 the janitor. You know, they, you know, whose head looked he, really good on the ground. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah look, it, I mean, the, the, the After Effects stuff, there's a lot of really good stuff. Like, I uh, guess JC in this situation, too. Yeah. JC, um, the, the, the initial guy that was, uh, that went up to, uh, what's her, Cynthia's. Johnny. Uh, yeah. Johnny was, he fell off the roof and his head split open. You never saw that happen. You know, I, that would have been, you know, nice to see. But speaking of that, I'm going to give you another what the fuck. They have almost the whole sorority house on the step two foot away from him as they're bagging him up in the, the, the body bag. It's like, like, you don't have the people standing right there. What the fuck? Yeah, no no fucks given. Um, no. So. Yeah, maybe it was done differently in the 80s. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But anyway. <laughs> I, I, so, Jay, you talked about the two storylines. So this is where I think the whole serial killer storyline, like there's no point. There's literally no point to that storyline in this movie. Well, I disagree because that's where the, a lot of the fun came later on with the zombie coming back. I, I, I thought it was filler. Like we needed something at the beginning for them to get away. Like who cares about the serial killer when it's like this like slug? That, I don't know. It, it, it was, felt it like was, there was no I point. Agree. To it. I loved it. I, I, I'm with you, Mike, on this one. I mean, oh, it, it's, it's. Uh, uh, I guess the 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 word would be it's fluff. It yeah, just it's adds, just it's, you know. it's filler. Like there's no I mean, point. It, it, they yeah. could have spent more time on the slugs and uh, some different aspects and showing maybe some of those scenes than having this whole serial killer storyline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I, I, the, I I liked it. So I mean, I the the part about that I did like is the the like I said the the the, the dream sequence that uh, Ray has with you know the you know. Mm-hmm. The axe wielder just beating the shit out of that body, you know, in the Thunderbird. So yeah. Let's. By the way, let's talk about that Thunderbird. That's a beautiful car. That was a very beautiful car. <laughs> I so, agree with you there, sir. So, that was it, a it, very, very beautiful car. <laughs> and just and and just before that, when they were on uh, makeout point, I guess you call it, when they pull out the, the the Corvette that was sitting there next to it too. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Wow. Good yeah, cars, they had some nice, cars. nice cars, man. So even though even though Ray's car was a bit older, that was a nice car too. So <laughs> I like the um, old cars. I'm sorry. I, so just really uh, one last thing that I'll throw in: um, when Detective uh, uh, Cameron, he's in the sorority house and he's talking to that one girl that's always sitting on the couch doing her studies and like looking at the door and you're just waiting. Yeah, you're just waiting for some shit to go down. But he yells at her. Quick, the original go- Karen. He, he yells at her quick, like, go lock the door, because, like, somebody's trying to break in. And she gets up and literally is just like, yes, I'll go over there, and then maybe I'll lock. I'm like, who the fuck walks that slow? I was like, move, bitch. And you know what the funniest part about the whole thing is? Is She didn't have to lock the door. They came right through the glass windows. She's reaching for it and crash. Crash. Through the door they come. So, but yeah, uh, and then she got zombified. But outside yeah. of that, like I, I wrote down like the Cindy Brad scene where she's sitting down and he's behind her and zombified. Or I thought that was kind of dumb. But uh, for like the '80s comedy horror thing that they were going for, I think it makes sense. And then some of the '80s music in this, like the the uh, the romantic scene music stuff that they had playing in the background, was terrible. Like it was that's it, '80s it, though. It was that's stock, '80s. It's stock music that they. It's threw '80s. In. Yeah, that's your I, '80s. You know what? I, I, and I do understand. It was just yeah, bad. that's your '80s. 
I mean, to me, I really didn't hear much of the soundtrack. I didn't. This movie, I really didn't hear hear too much of the music. You know, that was one of those things. I was like, wow, I didn't really even notice that. So, um, but we're gonna go back to something you guys are saying that you liked, and I thought it was more of a kumbaya. Um, Ray walking around burnt to a fucking hot dog crisp afterwards. I mean, the house blew up. He should not have been anywhere intact because he's right there at the base of the explosion. Mm-hmm. He should not be left standing. That, but, that's my take on it. You know, but, but, but as we have seen throughout the movie, anything that those slugs get into seem to have always been intact. I mean, if, even if you think about it, that mummified uh, uh, corpse, corpse well, it, should have probably been disintegrated for yeah, how you, it was you know, buried. To, to Bill's point, if like maybe he was missing an arm, and yeah. like but his was, ear was hanging down or some, you know, some shit. He was fully shit. intact. He was, and, just, he was a crisp hot dog. And you and you had something like that. It would have looked a little cooler. Where maybe you said, "All right, uh, you know," but I still think for that's how what they were going in, for. That's how it was written. I still think. I think it looked. God damn it! <laughs> I think it looked. Got good. us again. <laughs> Got us again. Fuck. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it's a kumbaya no for me on that one. That part of it. So, yeah, I liked it though. And, so, and, that's and good. all all the alien stuff, kumbaya no. Kumbai yeah, the alien no. alien stuff could have easily been disregarded. Wait, in this. wait a minute, wait a minute. I mark this oh, down. Bill oh, said alien Bill, stuff. Bill Bill said no to the sci-fi alien portion of this. Which, by the way, you should because it was terribly done. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it was terrible. And, and, and when still, they, I, for when some they, reason, I thought you had been like, yeah, but it was still good. Um, no. No, because I mean they, they, there was more they were... of those little alien creatures than there was of uh, the actual alien and aliens or an alien. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark it but, down. You know, the, the, funny, the, the funny part. Of, the funny part about those aliens is they sounded like fucking dog squeaky toys when they talked. Yeah, uh, they're played by midgets. I mean, who gives a okay, shit? Little people don't <laughs> talk like that. So little people. No, no. Don't I'm talk saying like they that. were actually played. I'm not saying they talk like that. I'm saying they were played by actual midgets. I they're knew. real. They weren't puppets, is what I was getting at. I know. Like they were but actually when, played. I know, but yeah. when they it talked. It wasn't CGI or anything. They I, were I, talking. I, I, they were having what? a conversation, yelling, well, and I they sounded like about, dog squeaky toys. Yeah, I wasn't talking about that. I'm just saying that like they were actually played by actors. Like I thought, because every single time I've seen this movie, I thought they were like just like like drawing or puppets or something. All good. All right, moving All on. Good. Moving what, on. Else, uh, what else do we got? Are we ready to get into the ratings? I'm ready for ratings. Yeah, let's get to the ratings. Here at the MVJ Horrorcast, we'd like to use a 1 to 10 rating scale, with 1 being the worst movie ever and 10 being a cinematic masterpiece. We like to rate on kills, effects slash gore, a scare factor, story, Overall, and then kind of see where we compare uh, against other reviews. Um, so, Jay, your movie, you get to kick us off with kills. Where do you got us? Uh, for the kills, I mean, like, I, I kind of agree with Bill a little bit. A lot of the things were like kind of off to the side. So um, I'm still going to rate it a five just because um, I think it's still a lot of fun. Um, a lot of zombies, you know, uh, the head split, oh, heads all split and open, things like that. So I'll, I'll give it a five. Bill? Uh, I give it a 3.5 because of exactly what I said earlier. It's too much is off screen than on screen. Um, so it's a 3.5 for me. 
I gave it a 1.5, so we're just going our way down. Um, I don't understand really what kills terribly too much were in there. There's a lot of aftermath kills, but not actual kills. So, um, yes, yeah, so, Bill, take us to effects slash gore. Um, like I said earlier, um, the aftermath of the kills is very well done. Minus the cat and the dog, uh, I gave it a 5.5. Um, if it wasn't for the cat and the dog, it might have gotten a 6.5, maybe. But, you know, bad bad special effects will do that to you. So, so Bill, I cannot agree more. I'm at 5.5. Same thing. Like, I thought this was 50-50 on a lot of the practical effects. Like, the ones that are in there look really, really good. But at times... Uh, like Brad's head, yeah, the cat, the dog, the one bro's head, like it just looked, it, it doesn't hold up over time. I'll just uh, mm-hmm. give it that much. So that's just where I go, but it's still above average to me. So that's where I gave it the extra little point five there. Um, Jay, where are you landing? I'm a six. Um, I thought the effects in this were great. Um, you know, for an eighties movie, um, and we're talking mid eighties too, not even late eighties. Um, for mid eighties, I thought a lot of the things were pretty cool. You know, everything's practical. You don't, CGI wasn't really a thing then, you know, so I think a lot of things they did was really cool. Um, you had a lot with the slugs, too, running around. So, I mean, you know, I thought the and, – and they actually show them, like, squirming all over the place. And I thought that was really damn good for 1986. So uh, that takes us to scare slash creep factor, and uh, I get to kick this one off. Um, for me, it's – like a 2.5, um, there's nothing really scary in any way, shape, or form. I do think like the end mound of slugs uh, is like really creepy. And a couple times, like going through the grass, like there's some, like it's it's creepy. Like uh, little creepy crawlies, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of. So it gets an uptick there for me. Nothing else really was creepy in this movie for me. Jay, where are you? Uh, yeah, you know, this is probably going to be one of my lower ones. I, I have it at 3.5. Um, it, it was more fun and comedic or comedic. Is that a word? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Comedic. You actually um, got one right there, Jay. And, and he hey. wasn't sure. <laughs> wasn't and he sure. said it and he said it right too. Hey, 2022 is my year, baby. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I, like I said earlier, you know, it's fun, but there were some scares when it needed to have it. So, I mean, you still had a few jumps and things like that. So that's why I gave it the rating that I gave it at the 3.5. Bill. All right. Well, here's a, you guys go, what? Um, and it, it jumped, I, I would have put it at a 3.5, but it jumped because like I said earlier, the JC's Jace, recording that Brad had to listen to it, pumped it up to a five for me. Cause I mean, it's just that, that forethought, you know, stuff like that. It, it, it's not that it's super creepy, but the, 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 you know, it just adds that little element to it. So that's that's why I bumped it up to a five. And, and something else, Bill, that we forgot to mention about that video tape or video recording, how JC sounded. You guys noticed that? Like he was talking real. Uh, very monotone. Uh, very so monotone. Was, very. And I thought that was a really good aspect. And we didn't talk about that earlier. But yeah. no. But I mean, I, like I, I like said, that. and it, that's I mean, that's why I gave it the rating I did. So. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. All right. Um, so Jay, that takes us back to you with story. All right. So here's, uh, here's where I go big. I gave it 8.5, baby. Uh, what? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Say what? Say 8.5. Yeah. No, I, I, I told you, I, this is a movie I watch probably two times a year. Uh, 
It is easily one of my top five favorite uh, 80s movies of all time. Um, I love this movie. I, and, and this is why I got so fucking excited when it finally won on the wheel. Because, you know, and, and it's funny, too. I even told Jess the other day. I'm like, <sighs> if Mike and Bill hate this movie, like, I'm quitting the podcast. Because uh, you guys don't like shit. <laughs> but I'm not going to really quit the podcast. But, like, I'd be very disappointed. Because this is a great, fun movie. But eight. Point five. I know you guys are going to rate eight point five because you know it's not a it's not a twenty nineteen uh, uh, found footage film or a nineteen forty two sci fi movie. Bill, do you ever notice that Jason, like you know, he tries to take <laughs> shots the minute you he thinks you won't like what he likes. Uh, he he just tries to pick apart. There's nothing defensive. I'm trying yeah. to have fun. He just tries to like pick this apart. is the Michael versus oh Jason oh. featuring. Billy, I'm scared. So, Bill, what do you got? What do you got on story? Uh, I got exactly half of what Mike or uh, Jay rated it at a, a four point two five. Okay, yeah, I didn't realize that was a, a, a thing. I didn't realize that was a rating. Call yeah, I cut so it. I had half. every reason to be defensive, so eat it. Bill, is that your real rating? Are we doing a four point two five now? Is four point two five? All right, four point two five. I cut it in half. So I'm I'm higher than that. Uh, it's a five point five for me. Um, I once again I don't understand the whole serial kill. Like I, it's not that I don't understand it. I just don't think it should have been that big part of the movie. Um, so that automatically takes it down. Like this to me is once again I like that '80s rom com. I like those you know movies. Uh, uh, the the say anything. You know what I mean? Like I, I like those. This has the vibe of that with just a little bit of a horror element. So from like a story perspective, I mean, I like uh, some of the story, but uh, if this was like a horror story, it'd be lower. Um, but I don't know. It's it's mid for me. It's a five. It's 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 yeah. Uh, it takes us to overall. Billiam, kick us off. Uh, overall, I give it a five. I mean, it's not a it's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. It's it's a movie that I mean, it was worth watching. Yeah, I'm I'm slightly higher. I'm a five and a half. Um, so I see the disappointment in Jason's eyes because Jason's oh like God. this is a ten point seven. Um, but uh, it's it's <laughs> it's not it's not a it's yeah it's 10. not a it's 7. not it's not a bad movie. Um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, I I can't remember if I've watched this before, which probably says everything to me about now of like you know like it is forgettable i guess uh a little bit at times but it's not a bad movie i think it's above average um and i'm not disappointed i watched it so uh jay what do you got all right so i know i gave the story an 8.5 but with the averages and things like that for the overall i give it a seven uh <gasps> just because i can't oh, believe it's so low it's just on... a seven. Oh my god it's still it's still <laughs> it's still high so <laughs> eat me but uh, no, I gave you. it a seven just basically because, like, because we talked about like the the kills and the effects and stuff like that was a little bit lower, and obviously the scare factor. But uh, great movie. Um, I'll probably watch this again in the next couple months because I just when I want to have fun, like, and just in, like enjoy myself for an hour and a half. This is you know watching a movie. Like this is what I typically put on. Well, you know what they say: girls just want to have fun. So that that was in the eighties too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh It's Bill's favorite yeah. movie. 
So, Bill, where do we uh, where do we compare? So, I uh, you were a, you were a what were you? Bill? I was a five point. I was a five. I was a five. So five, five point five, and seven. Those are our three. All right. So, uh, to IMDb, uh, it's a six point eight out of ten. Um, so Jason's then, right uh, there. Yep. And through the tomato meter, um, it is a seventy four percent, which puts it at a seven point four out of ten. And then the audience meter is at a 70%, so it's a 7 out of 10. So listen, so. Jason is Boom. spot on. In fact, Jason might be lower than, well, he's a little higher, a little lower. So Jason's spot on with the masses. Little Bill, high, you and I low. are the odd ones, um, as yeah. Jason was saying. Shocker. Oh, my God. No taste for you, too. So uh, thumbs up. Yeah, I thumbs did have down. COVID, so I lost my taste. Listen, no, listen. This is still this is still a thumbs up for me. Clearly, you I, lost your brain cells too. Uh, yeah. Maybe he got one of those little slithering things in there. But I, <laughs> I, this is still a thumbs up for me. I think this is recommendable to fans of '80s horror genre, mm-hmm. or if you like the movie Slither, um, any of those uh, will yeah. lead you right to this. But if you if you like '80s movies in general, whether you're a horror fan. Or yeah. uh, uh, just an '80s movie fan, I think this is who it's recommended to. But it's a thumbs up for me because I do like '80s movies. So, yeah, I'm yeah. obviously all thumbs up. But I will say this: um, this movie is light years ahead of Slither, um, in my opinion. Um, I I think Slither was a blatant ripoff of this movie, personally. Yeah, and I think I, well, I think ca- the order it came out light years ahead of Slither. Yeah, so but I it, think you're but right. in in my opinion, the the order of my favorites of these slugs are it's night of the creeps the faculty and then um slither oh I, and i liked all three of them so yeah you know, they're but, all three like good said, movies yeah i'm i'm saying I, I agree with you but i'm i i do believe that slither is a direct rip off of this personally. oh absolutely I, it, you know absolutely um, minus yeah, so the you, creature if, thing yeah. if you remember yeah. slither it was a direct rip off of a ton of different movies. Oh like, yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember the director's name now, because uh, uh, he's the famous well, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, uh, was his movie right? Gun. Uh, Gun. It was James Gunn. Yeah, one James of Gunn. Movies. So like he was a big horror movie fan. He ripped off a bunch of different movies yeah. for that. So like the, yeah. we shouldn't be surprised by it. He he loved Night of the Creeps. That's why yeah. he made Slither. He didn't do it to steal. Yes. Yeah. You know, oh, I know. Yeah, I got so you. completely different thing. But um, yeah, and like you said, Mike, this to me, this is definitely made for you know, or I didn't say made for. I mean, for the people that you know love their '80s stuff, this is definitely that '80s romp that fits the time frame. You know, stuff like that. And for me, I'm I'm, I'm going to go thumbs three quarter because I can't give it a full thumbs up and I can't give it thumbs middle. But it's it's a it's a recommend. I would recommend this movie. You know, people to watch. So. So so that takes us oh, to Jake, uh, that it's, takes it's, us to the like, rename like fucking bobblehead. It's the rename <laughs> portion of events, and uh, Jason is the judge, uh, the jury, and the executioner, um, and he's already in a bad mood. So uh, the rename game is basically once we watch this, if we could rename it anything, what would we want it to be renamed? Jay, you're the winner. So uh, it was your movie. Kick us off with uh, your um, seventy-five names. Uh, I only have five. But uh, and and I don't know if you guys will pick up on some of this, but I took some of the movies that were in this and some of the characters from the movies that they are in and kind of made some things with it. So Get uh, obviously the first one I had was Thrill Me. Um, then I had 27 Years Later. That was 59. <laughs> uh, 
I had sorority slugs from space. Um, I had uh, so the movie the house mom was watching was Plan Nine from Outer Space. So I had Plan Nine capsule or Plan B capsule from Outer Space because you know the Plan B pill. Yada yada. Um, and then the last one I had was National Lampoon's Zombie Vacation. Yep. Rusty. Rusty. So those were the uh, five that I had. So, uh, Bill, what do you have? All right. I got four of them. Um, the first one is Swallow This. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the next one, Slugs. Uh, and then a direct quote from Ray, Creepy Crawlies. And zombie zombie hunting formal wear. You know, other than that, that's it. So, what about you, Mike? Um, so I think we're all along the same lines of where we're going with this. So one is uh, Rusty goes to college. Um, I had it's Miller time. So Jay, you and I were kind of (laughs) like right in there, and then I did brain slugs versus slugs, and then I had a Bradster goes Madster, Um, and. That's really what I had this week. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I've never given myself a win. I've given myself you're, a win today. Yours are all horrible, dude. No, actually, they're, they're all not. horrible. Yes, no, I'm giving, I'm giving myself Plan B capsule from Matter Space. Listen, Bill, he's the winner. He gets I the know. he gets yeah, he to gets... choose if he thinks that's the best I, I, one. You know, I I, I, I default I, to. I mean, Bill, you. Part of yours were movies that are already out, like Slugs. There's already a movie called Slugs. Like I know. that was real fucking hard. But um, but, but my, my, I took one of them as a direct quote from your your boy Mr. Atkins and said creepy crawlies. Yeah, but I had throw me and I didn't give that. So and I had Mike, I give time. you, I give you the second with Rusty goes to college. I was trying to find like a Rusty. Uh, See, I could have given myself National Lampoon Zombie Vacation, but I, I like Plan B Capsule from Outer Space because the falling capsule out of the sky is a Plan B pill, Plan B from Outer Space. That was very thoughtful, so that's why I'm giving it to me. And, I, and like I said, I've never given myself a win Jason's through any like podcast. Hall- Jason's like a Hallmark card. He's very thoughtful. So I'm Very thoughtful. I could have um, made a Hallmark card out of that. All right, so, so that, uh, that puts a nice little bow on uh, Night of the Creeps, and we uh, shut the door on 1986 for at least uh, this moment in time. Um, but now it's time to look to the future and find out uh, what is next in the early uh, stages of 2022. What are we watching next? And uh, take a ride on the Devil's Wheel. Wheel. All right, so welcome back. And uh, for the Devil's Wheel portion, we each take three movies. We put it on a wheel. We spin it. Whatever it lands on, that is the movie that uh, we review for the following week. Very simple concept with one thing. Uh, we need to know what is on the wheel before we spin it. And uh, Jason is the only one that was obligated to make any changes to the wheel. Um, so, Jay, what are your three movies? All right, so hopefully for my four Pete here, um, we're going to finally get some 1988 sorority babes in the slime ball bowlerama. Um, I got uh, Mark R's request still on here, riding high with society. And uh, to replace the almighty Night of the Creeps, let's go, I think it's I think it was 88, to Pumpkinhead. I, I'll, I, you know, this is first time in a while, Jay. Uh, I'm... I'm 
I like all three of the movies. Like I'm, I, I wouldn't mind any three. I've never seen Society, so uh, Mark R. I've never seen Society either. There. So, so um, I'm excited. Pumpkinhead, believe it or not, I've never seen. I can't believe I've never seen it. And then Sorority Babes has been so long. I really want to revisit that. Well, one. So Pumpkinhead, I, there's a remake coming out too. Yeah. So, so I yeah, we, my, I, yeah. we got to get it in. Um, yeah. Bill, what are your three movies? Uh, I'm sticking with all three: uh, Tucker and Dale, uh, Zombieland, and Dawn of the Dead. I like how you said Tucker and Dale. Um, getting getting ready for that so my three i'm keeping my three from two weeks ago now willie's wonderland turbo kid and eden lake those are my three so there's only one thing left wheel is to spin this dj i made it a little longer this week so that way click 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 and Bill is back in the winner circle. Damn Jason, it. I'm sorry. We will be reviewing Zombie Land, baby. Zombie oh, yeah. Land from 20, I don't know, 15, 14, somewhere in there, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, very popular movie. So uh, we will be revisiting, uh, yeah, it's uh, Woody Harrelson Boom. and. Uh, uh, a whole man, cast of characters. It's a whole bunch of really one. good characters, yeah, yeah, in this. So. Uh, Seven days, uh, we're back to our normally uh, scheduled programming. So seven days are on the clock, same bad time, same bad channel. We will reconvene, and uh, uh, so this year, Jason won, Bill won, Mike I'm at 25 now. Goose egg. I know, but I'm I'm starting to, it's a new year. It's one to one right now to zero. Um, You're in the all-time... You're in the all-time ranks. You're still up there, but I'm I'm just quoting because I can't Where am I at? I, I'm at uh, 18. 16, right? I think it's 16 because you were because I was at 13. 16. Yeah, you I might be at, at you might be oh, at no, no. 17. Um, I was I at 13 remember. for the longest time, and then I had three in a row, so I'm at 16. Like, like Billy Joel said, for the longest time. All right, um, uh, we got to we got to revi- I got to revisit everything and figure out what those numbers are. Uh, but uh, I just know I'm way behind you. So one thing that needs revisited right now is uh, going now into revisiting your viewing of Santa Jaws, which was given to you by Santa Jason. Um, it was your gift, uh, Satan for, Jason, for you being Satan a Jason, for you being a ho ho ho. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, last, last, last. How was Santa Jaws, Bill? Um, Jason, it's only a headshot if you hate it. This actually is a decent movie. The The graphics are bad, but it's a good movie, actually. Um, Santa Jaws starts off is it's a comic book drawn by the character Cody. Um, his grandfather gives him this uh, pen for Christmas a little bit early. He uses the pen to, you know, enhance the drawings in this comic book. And through some mystic forces, the, the Santa Jaws, which is the comic book, comes to life that's actually in the bay, their bay, their lake that's by, you know, their house and stuff like that. Um, ends up. Okay, okay. Um, we recommend all people turn off their phones during podcast time so it doesn't get interrupted. But anyway. <laughs> it, was, it was the uh, laptop itself is ringing. I don't. Oh, there you go. Um, but, you know. What basically ends up happening is the the shark comes to life. Uh, it's drawn to anything that's Christmas orientated. Um, it takes Christmas orientated things to kill the shark, and 
we go through the whole thing and it's you know there's certain things that yeah they are goofy and stuff like that um but it's abstract and it's just killing his family and friends throughout the whole movie um to come to find out when they finally kill the shark it ends up being one big long dream sequence and it it it's the way everything happens in the movie is it's 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 fun to watch um the previews didn't look terrible for this movie. No, it, it, uh, it looked not, like it was not, just a dumb movie. It, it, it's there. Like I said, there, there's the good outweighs the bad in this movie. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it's I will put it to you this way. It's definitely going to be added to a fuck it. It's Christmas list next year. How's that sound? Oh. And hopefully that, you know, it because it, it, it's not. I mean, it, it, uh, on IMDb, it's a 3.9 um, out of 10. I gave it a 4.5 out of 10. It's not that bad. So, yeah, Jay, I've never or, seen it, so I just figured. Hey, listen, Jay, I, I it, you bad. didn't get me. You didn't get me. I, yeah, you, so. you just been, you've just been looking to get even with me what, for what like I, two, what I, two weeks in a row of movies. What that I, I don't understand is this. <laughs> so, Jay, every time you give something to Bill, he's like, it's not that bad. And every time Bill no, gives something no, no, to no, Jason... No, no, no. That's oh, no, no, no. Oh, I've, I've gotten a lot Bill of good. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Because I, I know, like, every time Bill. This is the first time Jason, either one of you have has liked a movie that I've put out and, as a headshot. And I, I get, I've, I've gotten fucked, <laughs> like, royally. Um, in well, this but thing. Just, we just well, don't we like We figured it. you would like those movies because that's the kind of shit you like anyway. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. But this, well, I mean, like I said, this is, I mean, the, the CGI in this movie, though, is bad. I mean, that that's with the well, shark, with the shark stuff, it's bad. Um, now, yeah. ironically, the 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 like the fin that they have like that runs across the water, you know, stuff like that. They have a Santa hat on it. It actually that's the only part of the shark that when they show that part is the only thing that looks realistic with you know the shark. Ironic. Um, the it, you know all the all that being said is Jaws looks absolutely like a one hundred percent real shark compared to the CGI shark that they had in this movie. So and actually, the, the the comic book version of the shark looks better than the shark itself. Yeah, that they see. Well, all so. I'm gonna say is this: you both don't want to lose trivia today. Well, uh, uh, especially you, Bill. Jay, your uh, your headshot was it sounds like an arm graze, um, but now yeah. it does take us to uh, uh, the. The torture treatment. So five questions are now on the clock uh, that Jason is going to ask Bill and I to see who is the ultimate loser and has to uh, watch this week's headshot chosen by Jason. So, Jay, we are ready when you are in. Bill, this is your turn now to go. Uh, Bill's got to go first. Yep. Uh, All righty. All right. Question number one. Who was originally offered the role of Dr. Loomis before Donald Pleasance? Was it A, Max von Sydow, B, Christopher Lee, or C, John Carradine? Or Carradine? Christopher Lee. I'll go Christopher Lee, too. I don't know. All right. You both got a one. Because I asked that question before. Oh, did you? Oh, did yeah. you? <laughs> I, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I don't remember either. Uh, yep. Number two. How many zombies were set on fire in the original Night of the Living Dead? Was it A, 3, B, 6, or C, 9? This is you, Mike. I know. 
I wish I watched the original. Like, I, um, let's go with A, three. I hear the hamster running. <laughs> no, it, the hamster's just flopping around because it's dead. <laughs> He's probably looking um, up the answer on his, on his internet. No, that's kind of true. No, I'm going to say the same thing because I, I believe it is. I believe it was three because I have watched it and I don't remember them being many more than that. All right, two to two. Oh, hey! All I, right, I feel excited, but Bill and I are tied. All right, geez. number three. What was Jason Voorhees' original name supposed to be on Friday the Thirteenth before it became Jason? Was it A. Bruce, B. Jacob, or C. Josh? I want to say it's uh, Jacob B. Well, I'm going to split off on this one, and I'm going to go, what was A? Bruce, and C was Josh. Let's go Josh. I don't know. It's probably something with the J. We have somebody that is ahead three to two right now, and his name starts with an M. Yes! yes. <laughs> Josh was the original name. Bruce. All right. That's funny. All right. Number four. What real life uh, murderer is indirectly based on Psycho? Was it A, Ted Bundy, B, Ed Ginn, or C, David Berkowitz? Um, Bundy? I don't know. I'm going to be again. We are tied. Ho, ho, ho. We are tied. Last Last one. question. In the original Nightmare on Elm Street, what is the address of Nancy? Is it 1428 Elm Street, 1438 Elm Street, or 1448 Elm Street? And this is Bill first. A. I'm saying A, too. <laughs> we were going into overtime. This is the first one in a long time right here. All right. Bonus yeah, well, question. Uh, hold on. Answer is correct. Wrong. 1428. I just said we're tied. Well, you never said it. We were both We both could have been wrong. We're, we're, we're already tied. tied going into that question. Okay. So when I say we're still tied, that yes, obviously but that means. Doesn't, that doesn't mean that we both got it right. It means we both could have got it wrong. The answer could yeah. have been 1448, and we still would be tied. Well, it was right. Okay, okay. There we go. that's what we wanted to know. <laughs> so, so we both got many... four out of four out of five. So that's, in know. the movie The Babadook, oh, how God. many people die? All right, I got my number written down. All right, we're going to show it on three. Is that? All right, so I'll count down. Three, two, one. I can't see Bill's. Four. Mike, you said three? Yeah. We have a winner, Mike. The answer is zero. <laughs> Nobody dies in the Babadook. I can't remember there being that many kills, but I was like, I couldn't remember if like a neighbor died or some shit. Ah, 
And I was actually hoping for this since I didn't win next week's. Ba- and Baba- I've been Babadookie. That's what I wanted to call that. Babadookie. Speaking of Babadookie, Bill, the movie that you are going to watch and review for next week is the dreaded worst horror movie of all time, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I see how much you like this one, motherfucker. (laughs) It's a sci-fi movie. It's from outer space. I might like it. It It might actually be so laughable at this point in time. (laughs) That uh, what was the movie that was made off of it with Johnny Depp? Um, Uh, it was uh, uh, shit. Where they made fun of like the make it wasn't the make yeah. it wasn't Edward. called Edward. Edward, I think. Yeah. Edward. Edward, yes. Yeah, yes. Edward. That's who made that's who made Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So um as uh per per usual, um Bill is the ultimate loser, um <laughs> and the ultimate winner this week, really. I mean when you think about it. So um uh Bill will not have to do this next week. I've been in Thank this God. for Ever. This is just a oh, groundhog. It's been a day while. I gotta get my trivia on. Uh, I've, I, at least, I, at least I've been winning trivia, so that's good. But this, uh, this came down to the tiebreaker. That was uh, fun to see. So, um, all right. So uh, uh, now we know what the headshot is for next week. What the movie is for next week. Uh, now let's go into our final segment. The kill of the week. Welcome to the Kill of the Week segment, where uh, we take a kill from a movie or show, preferably we've watched over the last week, and we uh, we throw them out there and rank them against one another, and uh, once again, come the victor, go the spoils, so Jason uh, will choose who has the best uh, Kill of the Week, um, but with that said, Jay, you get to go first then, and then you can choose Bill or I, so uh, okay. tell us about Flesh. Uh, for Frankenstein. Yes. So basically, they have to. Doctor Frankenstein has to get a head for, you know, the main male zombie course or zombie. We got you. Body, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> they they show this uh, guy walking through the woods or whatever, and you see like these like big uh, garden shears, like the big ones, coming right at it, and you just see him get his head chopped off and. Starts rolling down the hill, blood splattering out of the body, like just like splurting out and stuff. It was really gruesome. It was awesome. So that was my kill of the week. Nice. What about you, Mike? Um, mine comes from a movie that I watched this week. It's called uh, Dard, D-A-R-D, Divorce. And um, uh, I didn't talk about it earlier. Not Did you much. say Shard? No, Dard. Um, uh, oh, you almost brought me back to Sharks of the Corn. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's uh, two kids that are kidnapped in this movie and they're being held in like this side room. And it's almost like, you know, like that dentist where they take the, the, the light and like flash it down. It's like hanging from the ceiling and they pull it down. But for some reason there's a chainsaw on it and uh, the mom is playing hardball and not giving up information. So he decides to take the chainsaw to one of the kids. And these kids are like, seven and nine all right so like they're young kids and he takes the the young seven-year-old boy and just chainsaws him in half uh terrifier style not as cool 
in any way, shape, or form. But I was not ready to see a seven-year-old get chainsawed from the ceiling in half. So I was like, well, that's uh, that's interesting. I will tell you, once again, don't ask for the name of the movie. The movie is shit. Um, but that was one cool scene that was in it. Um, All right, Bill. Well, bring us home. Uh, I'm going from this week's uh, feature presentation. Um, I like that scene where the zombie comes up through the floor and hacks up the old lady. Uh, it, it just It's classic in its uh, presentation. It's just – it's that scene. It's just very, very well done. Very well done. So going into – before you said that, Mike was the clear-cut winner because his was definitely better than mine. But now that you brought up a scene from this movie, I mean, <laughs> I still have to give it to Mike though because it, 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 it was so close. And I love that scene too. But just the fact, like, if, if Mike would have said it was, like, a 21-year-old getting chainsawed, Bill, you would have won. But for yeah. the fact that they actually showed a 7-year-old getting chainsawed like that, how can you not give the shock, victory it's to shock, that? It's the shock, the shock value I'm not, right there. I'm not, I'm, yeah, and, I, not, and I needed but, it But I will tell you, Bill, I will tell you, Bill, any other week, you were the clear-cut winner yeah. just because that is a great fucking scene. Yeah, oh, it, I mean, it's a good scene, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Mike, you, you get this one. I appreciate it. Uh, so, appreciates man, it. if I if I, I could just it. if I could have just won on the wheel, this would have been a you know a good week for me, man. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I took the uh, rename. I know. Damn, I, you know, second, Mike. Thinking about it, it's been over a month since you won. Uh, it has, it has. But one of those weeks was an end of year. Um, and and you you do realize that we broke twenty twenty one here because like how twenty twenty two started was my victory, or twenty twenty one started was my victory with the Nightmare on Elm Street three. 2022 started with my victory of Night of the Creeps. Well, Mike actually won week two with Becky. That is right. So he broke it. And just so you know, I was I was one click away from Eden Lake. So it was Eden Lake, and then it clicked one to Zombie Land on the last one. But I and maybe last year it was one click away from Bill. This is true. You know what? Maybe just maybe I'll maybe I'll have Bill's year this year then, and he'll have mine, and you'll or maybe I will have Bill's. No, Mike. I think I think we're going into geographical locations because uh, I got Zombieland, you know, Eden Lake, you know, geography will rule the rule the roost for the next couple weeks. How's that sound? Maybe this is true. We'll 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 figure we'll figure it out. Uh, So let's go to final thoughts. I'll kick us off. So, um, uh, so I looked it up. Zombieland was 2009, which for some reason I'm like, damn, it's already 12 years old. But I think that that was Zombieland 2 came out in 2019, I believe, and it was 10 years yeah. uh, later. So, um, but I'm really excited to uh, to to get back into the 2000s uh, and and review Zombieland. I think I've always watched Zombieland as kind of like a um, you know a fan because uh, I think we can all agree it's a good movie. There's no spoilers there. But now no. when we, we pick it apart, maybe it is a little different. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy Night of the Creeps, so um, I am happy that won and that uh, we got a chance to, to, to watch it and review it. Um, I'm just hoping for a little bit better outcome. This wheel has not been my friend. I've switched up movies, uh, you know, some different things. I just, I'm, I'm looking for a win now, but uh, uh, all good. Glad to have the three of us back in the new year. And um, whichever one of you two, uh, Jay, go ahead. What do you, what, uh, what do you, what do you got? Uh, yeah. So very happy. We finally got to talk about Night of the Creeps. Uh, very sad that my uh, three game winning streak uh, ends. I am happy about here. That. I'm not like, I was kind of hoping to at least catch you. Like I just needed like I think you're at 18, so I just needed a couple more to catch up. It's very close. So I was kind of hoping to get there. You know, I mean, it's still a long year. 2022 will be the year of the breezy. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. I will be on top 
with the most wins by the end of this year. I'm calling my shot right now. Um, and then, uh, so we're going to have a very 80s-tastic 2022. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm actually excited to uh, talk about Zombieland next week. Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen it in a little while. Um, I, it's a fun movie. I mean, like you said, no spoilers. We do all like this movie, so it's just going to be fun to see how, you know, we like it in the podcast, you know, with mm-hmm. what we do. So I think that'll be very interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, bring us on, Bill. All right. Um, I'm glad we got to watch this one. It's not a bad movie at all. Yeah. Too bad that, you know, Rusty stuck in uh, the 80s there still. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, other than that, uh, one of my biggest things, like I said, is, the, you know, Slither being a direct ripoff of this one. So, um I think it's said, more of a love I, note. It's a love yeah. letter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's good to be back uh, in the new year reviewing the movies with you guys. It's good to be on top again with Zombieland winning again. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Um, and for everybody out there, you can catch us on Facebook at MBJ Horror, Instagram at MBJ Horrorcast, Twitter or Twitter at MBJ Horror, or better yet, hit us up on all of them. Um, more importantly, we could be reached to our uh, email at mbjhorcast at yahoo.com where you can give us suggestions for the devil's wheel, which we would really like to hear. Um, your kill of the week or whatever you want. Um, so, Mikey, got anything else? Uh, nope. How about you, Jay? No. All right, let's toe tag it and bag it. <laughs> <laughs>